It's no secret the insurance industry is going through a bit of an issue with a rapidly retiring workforce. And the question on everyone's minds is, where is the new talent going to come from? Is it going to come from other industries, uh, colleges and universities, or is it going to come from someplace else? Well, on today's episode, we're going to talk to Bill Morton with Amwins, who has an interesting take and a possible solution to this problem. My name is Trey Sinclair, licensed insurance agent and owner of Wells Insurance Agency in McClinney, Florida. One of the first lessons I learned in my insurance career is that it's important to maintain strong relationships with both clients and fellow insurance professionals. By staying in touch with people in our industry, we get to understand the victories and the challenges others are going through. Sometimes we've got to be willing to abandon our comfort zones behind screens and go out into the real world and make these connections. That's our purpose here at Insurance on Location. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. I wanted to start off the program by thanking Amwins for letting us record today's program uh, in the boardroom. I'm going to try to keep this brief so security doesn't have to escort me um, off location. Um, and I also want to thank IIANF who hosted today's Lunch and Learn. Um, the Lunch and Learn topic of today's uh, event was workers' compensation and PEOs. And uh, even if it's not something that you specialize in, these Lunch and Learn events, uh, whenever they're available in your area, I would highly encourage you to, to visit these. It's always good to catch up with uh, other industry folks, and you end up learning a thing or two, even if it's not something uh, directly in your wheelhouse. And you can learn more about these events if you visit our website, insuranceonlocation.com. We're trying to pull together some events from around Florida, um, from different associations and groups. So it would be a good place to start if you are interested in networking with some other insurance professionals. But getting back to the topic of today's uh, program, we are talking about a problem that uh, I would say is pretty universal, uh, not just in the insurance space, but everywhere where uh, you have a large portion of the workforce retiring, moving on. Obviously, in the insurance space, there's a lot of mergers and acquisitions. A lot of senior partners um, are no longer continuing on um, with their agency or, or with their company. And, uh, you know, this is a challenge that I don't know that there is a quick fix for, but Bill Morton uh, with Amwins has a really interesting solution, a really interesting message, and I think there's a lot of merit to what he has to say about the issue. Bill, thanks for being on the program today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. I, I want to give you a little bit of uh, background about Bill. Bill uh, is a graduate of the RMI program at Florida State University, Go Knowles. Um, the RMI program is interesting to me because uh, most of the folks that I talk to in insurance, they never took a formal um, education path with risk management. and. I, I would have to uh, I would have to assume that most people would have preferred they start their career with a solid footing rather than you know uh, beginning their career really not understanding um, what is uh, insurance and really struggling to uh, you know get a solid footing um, and it be expected to perform at a high level right out of the gates. 
so uh, Bill kind of took a unconventional path, which is ironic. It's really the more traditional path when you think of other careers. Uh, but for whatever reason, insurance is, is different in that regard. Uh, Bill, give us a little bit of uh, background on your choice of risk management in college, because I, I'm sure you, you know, you had plenty of other opportunities. Uh, so why was it risk management over something else? Right. So originally when I started off at FSU, I was in the marketing program and I had more of a focus on advertising. I think that's what interested me the most. Uh, and, you know, I started getting closer towards graduation and I started thinking about it more and, and looking at job opportunities that were out there. And it's just an extremely competitive environment. I didn't have any connections in the in the industry, anything like that. So I kind of just started looking around and thinking about different classes that I had taken and, and, you know, different things. And I looked at the risk management and insurance program, saw that it was, um, you know, ranked one of the, I think it was the top five in the country or something like that. And uh, I thought, why not? I mean, I thought that the uh, risk management class that I took my freshman year was interesting. So I just kind of uh, went out on a limb and gave it a shot, and uh, I fell in love with the industry overall. So very glad that I took that path and that, you know, I was led down that path uh, for sure. For the folks listening that are familiar with the risk management program at Florida State University, Keith Jones, the voice of the Seminoles, um, he is one of the professors there. Very fascinating guy to talk to. He has some really interesting insurance stories. Um, I think Jacksonville, where we're uh, recording this, is home of the largest ENO claim in Florida, um, Garth Brooks concert. So if you get a mm-hmm. chance to talk to Keith Jones about that, it's very, very interesting. But getting back to our problem, really the topic of, of today's program is about talent and it's on everyone's mind it's on my mind I, I run a small insurance agency and I'm at that point where I'm needing to hire someone and I honestly have no clue where to go um, there are not a lot of licensed insurance professionals that are you know falling out of trees you know that are uh, competent and ready to go you know hit the ground running uh, day one so you had a very interesting take when we when we spoke on the phone. What is it? Where do you see the insurance industry, uh, job market, labor wise, and what is something that we could be doing to maybe uh, help this current situation that we're in? Yeah. So I mean, it's it's no mystery that the the insurance industry is um, you know an aging industry, and that there's definitely a need for. Uh, an infusion of youth in the industry. Um, so where that, that youthful infusion is going to come from, uh, it's, it's difficult to know. Um, I think one of the big picture problems here is the way that the insurance industry as a whole has kind of taken its lumps um, and not really fought back against some of the messaging out there from you know, the media, movies, TV, it's always kind of casting insurance as a boring career, as something that, 
you know, you're just going to be stuck in the office and it's there's nothing interesting about it. And it, the truth is it couldn't be any further. I mean, that just couldn't be any further from the truth. Yeah, so. yeah they usually cast the uh, the sports figure of the movie. And if he ends up in insurance, he's a failure, uh, which uh-huh. I think which I always find hilarious. But, um, you know, the, you're right. They they do cast insurance as. I don't know, uh, the the bad guy industry. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of negative connotations because they think, you know, insurance companies hoard cash and don't pay mm-hmm. claims, that sort of mentality. But, you know, even on the sales side, it's seen as a uh, inglorious pursuit, you know, uh, after after college or after, you know, someone, you know, has fame and, and loses it or something. But uh, anyways, I, I, I understand what you're saying about media does not help the uh, the picture at all. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you, you even look at, you know, big law firms and stuff like that, and they're putting up their billboards saying, you know, uh, that uh, you're not really suing the person that caused you the injury. You're just suing their, uh, their insurance company, and right. that's okay. They have tons of money. You know, yeah. in reality, those costs from social inflation are being passed down, and it's one of the, it's being passed down to the customers, and it's, uh, you know, one of the issues that we need youth to come in and look at these big picture issues and find solutions, because currently, uh, you know, the industry is struggling with these with these problems. So getting new perspective and and diversifying our industry is going to be huge over the upcoming years. Um, and so that's something that we're trying to work on here with uh, our high school outreach program at IIANF. So talk a little bit about the high school outreach. Is this something that is new that has just started or is it, you know, a resurgent? Where are you at in this project? Yeah, so I I joined on with IIANF's board um, back in February of this year. Um, And so they had done a program in the past called the Invest Program, Mm -hmm. which is essentially a curriculum that um, can be used in high schools. Uh, so they can incorporate it into their classroom. So if you have a business class or an economics class, it can really be incorporated. I mean, it could even be incorporated into math classes. So we kind of took that original idea. They had tried it in the past, um, and it kind of fizzled out because it required a lot of resources, a lot of time, um, and you know they just weren't able to keep up with it. So we're kind of moving we still want to implement the invest program uh, on a smaller scale mm-hmm. and make it self-sustaining so that the schools are able to run it without a lot of guidance from us. Um, so that's going to require training the teachers, stuff like that. Um, but ultimately what we're trying to do is just get out into the community and reach these high school students to talk to them about insurance as a career path. Um, because I think that a lot of students haven't even thought about insurance as a, as a career path at all. It's, uh, it's not something that, you know, a high school student would really think about. So uh, that's kind of the goal here is to reach as many students as possible and just let them know that there's opportunity out there that they might be, you know, might not have thought about. I, I really enjoyed talking with you on the phone when you, you had a, a very uh, special message in how to um, break the uh, mentality of a young person when thinking about insurance because the word insurance has a lot of negative connotations to it. People think of a stale, you know, corporate office environment. 
um, tiny cubicles, um, you know, that fluorescent lighting, um, endless, you know, phone calls. And I think the people that work in insurance, it, it is a, it probably used to be that in some capacity somewhere, but it's certainly not like that today. It's obviously a lot different. Um, there's so many different branches too that fit a lot of different personality types. But share with me uh, what we were speaking about in how to really connect with a young person that you're trying to maybe pivot off of um, some fantastical, you know, notion that they have of, you know, being a superstar, you know, athlete or movie star or, you know, something like that. Right. Yeah. So I think one of the big issues with getting a message about insurance across to high school students specifically is that, you know, it's just not something that they're interested in. So the way that we're trying to message to these high school students when we go out and talk to them is basically figure out what they are interested in. So um, we went to Biscayne High School and spoke to the students there and we asked the group, you know, what are you interested in? And, um, you know, there was there was one student who said uh, race cars. So, you know, okay, well, you're interested in race cars. Guess what? There's insurance for the cars themselves, the teams, the events, the stadium, uh, the manufacturers of the paint that they put on the race cars, the the print shops that print the, you know, labels and stuff that they put on NASCAR, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So, Insurance is a way to get closer to the things that you're passionate about without having those extremely high barriers to entry, right? So, you know, if you wanted to become a pilot, but for whatever reason you don't have the eyesight for it or you don't, you know, you don't fit the criteria for it, well, there's aviation insurance you could specialize in. You know, you could specialize in insuring the planes or the helicopters or the airports, you know. And there's good money to be made in it, too. Um, but, you know, the current generation of high school students is less driven by money and more driven by their interests. Uh, and that's where kind of my understanding of this generation kicks in from working at that summer camp. You know, so, I, you know, I kind of have my finger on the pulse of how these kids feel about the job market and how they look at life in general. So we're trying to apply that and find a way to connect with these students in a way that other industries might not be. You mentioned summer camp. We were talking about camps earlier. Um, talk a little bit about what summer camp. I don't, I don't think we had that rec- that part of the conversation recorded yet. So yeah, so I worked at Bulls Day Camp um, every summer since I was since the summer after I was in eighth grade. So, uh, and that was all the way through college too. So, you know, I had a lot of experience through that working with um, with the younger generation below me, and uh, you know they they have very unique characteristics that have to be taken into account that is different from other generations and the typical motivators out there are not the same for, you know, the new generation as they were for others. So those have to be taken into account when we're, when we're reaching out to these students. I I would have to imagine, I mean, I think every generation is the same in regards to they feel that their generation is special and all the other generations have all of these problems. And I, you know, I, I don't think that's unique to any one particular generation, but 
giving benefit um, to these young people, they've seen a world post 9-11. They've seen a world post-COVID. They've, you know, grown up with the maturation of the internet and social media. And so they clearly look at the world a lot differently than you and I did growing up. Their their world was already shaped uh, in a much different way than than our world was. So I would be really interested in you know where what their direction with the insurance industry is going to be. I have the feeling that um, they are not business as usual. They probably have a much cleaner slate when it comes to how things should be. And, you know, that could be a pro and a con. I mean, there's the, the, things are away for a reason, and there is a lot of tradition in insurance, mm-hmm. a lot. But some of it uh, is probably no longer useful. And um, a lot of the uh, language harkens back to a era long gone. And there's, you know, legal reasons why that language isn't updated. But I, I just I'm I'm really interested to see how they shape this industry moving forward because I think they're going to have a big impact on it. Um, certainly, uh, I think what you're saying is true that young people are going to look at insurance as a financial career that they don't have to pay a college education to enter and are going to find uh, a lot of willing um, financers of their trade, of their education, of their training. And um, they, they may look at it and say, gosh, I can get licenses, I could get creditations, I could get all of these things and not pay a dime and get paid while I'm training to learn these things rather than go the traditional college route where, you know, four years or more in some cases, mm-hmm. <clears throat> no comment. And, uh, you know, maybe end up in a place where you don't know. My insurance career uh, started, uh, the, or I should say, the first time I thought about insurance as a career uh, was two weeks before I started at my dad's agency. And and I am. I, I mean, my dad, uh, you know, owned an agency. It was a little small insurance shop in my hometown. And uh, I was a loan officer at the time in Jacksonville, and I just thought – you know, why not? The market's not doing great. I just, I don't know anything about insurance. Uh, You know, sales is something you can really hop in and hop out of. If you're a good salesperson, you're, you know, you're highly sought after. You can bounce around if you want to. So, you know, when I got the call that he was thinking about retiring, I thought, okay, I'll just see what this is like. And I really uh, was unprepared for how involved insurance would be and how demanding um, it, it really is on the, on the knowledge level. So by taking high school kids and really having them target something, a niche, uh, something that they're interested in, I think is a great way to approach young people about insurance. And maybe they should probably also start with some simple, you know, financial education because unfortunately I don't think they they teach a lot of that in high school and right. it's, it's one of those things I think you're the more confident you are in something the more likely you are um, to be able to sell it or you know 
have a have a comfort level with it that's just no one's going to come into insurance and say okay i know everything time to you know go sell that million dollar client it's just it it doesn't really happen that way right mhm so so are you currently in specific schools doing this this program, or are you trying to get into the schools at this point? Yeah, so that's we're we're in the phase right now because we just started this um, towards the end of their um, spring semester. Mm-hmm. So uh, summer came, kids are no longer in school for now. Um, they're coming back in the fall semester, and that's where we're trying to ramp up to uh, to find some speaking opportunities to talk to principals and guidance counselors about incorporating the invest program into some of their classes um we've been into fletcher high school and we've talked to them about the invest program and they're wanting to incorporate it into one of their human resources classes so essentially what they would be doing is a project where the students will be learning about lines of insurance then they'll open their own agency design a logo you know all of that um, oh, that's smart. And then they'll they'll <laughs> practice selling the insurance that they learned about. So, it, you know, it's kind of a unique way to incorporate insurance into a human resources class. But that's the great thing about the Invest program is that it's you can incorporate it into so many different types of curriculum. And, you know, you can, you can either make the entire class based on the Invest curriculum, or you can take out a three-week segment and say, okay, I just want to incorporate a little bit of insurance mm. into a broader topic. Um, so that's that's kind of the unique thing about that program. Um, so we definitely want to get that installed in more high schools in the Jacksonville area. Um, but yeah, I mean, our main goal is to just get in front of students however we can. Invest program's great, and we definitely want to incorporate that. But if we can't, you know, we just want to get in front of students and say, there's opportunity out there, and especially in um, some of the the lower-rated schools and stuff like that in the Jacksonville area, we want to provide these students with the opportunity for a career path that they may not have ever even thought about um, or known about, and uh, you know, give them opportunity to to succeed in life. So yeah, the great thing about insurance, and and you touched on this before, is that it really. Uh, dominates every facet of our life. Uh, you know, everything, every building, every car, every, you know, hobby seems like um, there in some fashion is insurance behind it. And um, that's a great way to um, really pull, like you said, the interests of these young people and then pivot into, well, you know, this is how you get closer to those interest without being directly involved in those interests. And, oh, by the way, you probably will make more money doing it this way rather than, you know, trying and failing to be, you know, one of the select few that's a, um, what do they call them, influencers and, you know, things like Mm -hmm. that. But uh, I think that's great. And then what you said earlier about branding, see, that's how you you would get someone like me because insurance in high school, I think my eyes would glaze over. Um, but if you said, Hey, you can design your own company and branding, I would be all on board because then, then it's now about me. It's not about insurance. It's about me. And, um, you know, that's, that's my favorite topic. Obviously. Uh (laughs) Absolutely. It's a lot of people's favorite topic. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. So if someone wants to get involved, let's say, um, I know a superintendent, a principal, um, someone influential on the school board, 
and they are somebody that could be receptive to this message, how would you like to go about um, getting in contact with them, or do you want them to get in contact with you, or how, how would you like that to work? Yeah, either either way really works. Um, the, my email is bill.morton at amwins.com. Um, so if you could shoot me an email with their contact information, we're, that's one of the main things that we're trying to do right now is just find different contacts within the, uh, the local school system to reach out and, you know, basically deliver our message to the guidance counselors, the principals, you know, those types of people first. And then when they sign off on it and say, okay, I think this is a good message to pass on to our students, then we get the opportunity to do that. So, you know, if you have kids in high school or, you know, you happen to know a teacher or a guidance counselor or a principal, definitely reach out and uh, and let me know so that we can reach out to them and, and set something up. Because that's one of our biggest things is we want to reach as many students as possible. And, uh, you know, we're not able to do that if we can't find the contact information and all that. So that would definitely be very helpful. Nice. So um, that's bill.morton at amwins.com. And I'm assuming um, this message is going to resonate with someone even outside of the Jacksonville area. So are you open to maybe collaborating with people like you in other cities that want to do something similar, uh, you know, with their school kids and maybe sharing notes and things like that? Yeah, absolutely. We would be happy to help out um, as far as, you know, relaying some information on what we're doing and how we're doing it and all of that. We're really trying to build a strong foundation for this and not expand it too quickly to the point where it's unsustainable like it has been in the past. Um, so we're trying to build that strong foundation. So, you know, that's uh, that's kind of the way that we're looking at it right now. All right. Well, that was a very uh, interesting message. I think it's going to be successful. Uh, you know, we're, we're in dire need of new talent. I think Young Bloods would be um, a great fit for the insurance industry, especially because of however changing it is um, at the moment. It, we're, we're seeing changes daily, especially here in Florida. So um, that's Bill Morton and Wins. And if you would like to get involved, um, definitely send Bill a message. And also, um, I'm going to pressure Bill. You're going to be at the August 5th event here in Jacksonville, right? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do a smart start for kids uh, drive um, benefiting the um, Malavai uh, Washington Foundation. And these types of events are going on all over Florida. If you want to know about an event in your area, visit our website, insuranceonlocation.com. Uh, we're going to connect with some local organizations that are hosting these events. And this is how you get involved and, and stay informed about what's going on in the industry. And, uh, you know, there would be no way I would know about a project like this without um, coming to this event today. So I, I really appreciate your time, Bill. And uh, that's all we have for today. So thank you for listening.